Welcome to Monday's Mitch Podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Mitch Newman. Hopefully, you already know that. That's why you're here. <laughs> and uh, my goal, my intention, my well, my intention is to add a little bit more magic to what I am firmly convinced is your already magical lives. And to maybe say something in a way around leadership, to say something away in a way around consciousness that simply reflects something that you already know somewhere inside of you, but maybe just forgot. So maybe I'm just a a post-it note that uh, lost some of its stickiness, fell on the ground, and uh, I'm going to share some stuff with you and hopefully we'll get that stickiness back. So I want to talk today about something that, uh, and all these things, you know, it's so interesting how in the course of a week, in the course of sometimes even a day where I'll just get hit by so many people uh, with challenges that they're going through and they're so similar or they're so spot on. And not surprisingly, it's often things that I'm actually experiencing going on. So I kind of look at it as the way the universe talks to me through other people that that it's uh, that that my growth and my healing is an ongoing process. I always say consciousness is not a destination and transformation is not a straight line. And once that I made the decision to choose being more conscious, understanding that that as I grew, as I experienced, as I learned, as I gained more uh, wisdom, that I was going to have a deeper understanding of what that consciousness means, what it looks like, and to always be open for it, to always, always, always remain open because it's an ongoing process. And so it suddenly dawned on me that sometimes when I'm, you know, sometimes I realize I'm dealing with something or sometimes I'm, I'm not necessarily, it's not at the forefront of my mind, but it'll be brought to the forefront of my mind because of conversations that I have with people who are going through something and I'll go, oh my God, that's going on for me. So let's think of our, our time today, our time each Monday as an opportunity for all of us to, to heal more and to grow more and to love more. So I want to talk about the what I would reference, I would say, um, is around being on being, conf, being being uncomfortable in a way that allows you to have a confidence around it. What does that mean? To be confidently uncomfortable, to know that from time to time we are going to experience different things in our lives different challenges in our lives. And it's very, very important for us 
for those who really truly want to lead themselves and, and potentially others at a higher level to understand that we all go through that. We all are faced with things that are uncomfortable and having the confidence to be uncomfortable, to know that it's just part of the process. And that often in that uncomfortable is our superpower, is our magic contained within it. And if we can just kind of move through it, get through the experience of it and process through it, we're going to understand that we're going to get to a higher level. We're going to get to a greater level of understanding, a greater level of not only confidence, but but really of belief and of trust in ourselves. And a lot of this started because I was dealing with the situation where I realized that I was trying to get really clear. Was I not trusting the person based on a past trigger of mine, meaning something they said triggered something inside of me and I was kind of reacting to it? Or was I able to really kind of step back and assess and look at it and realize, you know what? No, I'm actually doing something that's a little bit different here. And and in the in the avoidance of the conversation with the person, in the avoidance that often many of us face in avoiding uncomfortable conversations, we're actually missing out on a deeper part, a greater part of our own juice of what makes us who we are. And I realized that in the past, I might have had a conversation that said, uh, listen, I just don't trust you. And instead, I may be able to have conversations now where I'm able to say to a person, I'm choosing in this moment not to trust you. That I'm owning that it's a choice, that I'm making an assessment, that I'm making an observation. It's not based on a trigger. And I'm not attached to how you feel about me or about my thoughts or my opinions. But the responsibility is there for me to be able to deliver cleanly to you something that I might say that you may not like, you may not appreciate it. And if it choose, if you choose to have a reaction to it, that belongs to you. But if I'm clean with it, if it's coming from a place of loving, it's just coming from a place of observation saying, listen, in this situation, I'm choosing, I'm making the choice not to trust you around this. So I'm not going to move forward. Is really a powerful statement. Now, I'm sure some of you are listening to this and going, oh my God, I can never say that. Well, I guess it comes down to how much freedom do you want to have in your life? How much growth do you really, truly want to have in your life? Because it's often in the uncomfortableness of these conversations, the avoidance of these conversations, that we're actually running and hiding from what really will propel us to that next level. And a lot of people don't like to have the uncomfortable conversations. They like to text people. They like to make comments without mentioning names on social media. They like to, you know, pull at people or bitch and moan and complain to other people about other people. In the avoidance of what they're assuming based on their own history is going to be something confrontational and they don't like it. I don't like confrontation. Well, the question really becomes is, well, how much do you really prefer honesty? And that honesty starts with you, to really be honest with yourself, to not have to create a story around any of this to anybody, including that person, but to have a heart-to-heart. From time to time, as a leader, uncomfortable conversations are going to present themselves. 
And they're as much a gift to you as they are to the other person, even if they don't know it, even if their feelings are hurt, even if they're disturbed by what it is that you're saying. That's not your responsibility. See, anything that upsets me is about me. If the energy in which something is delivered is from a place of loving and not from a place of judgment and not from a place of divisiveness and not from a place of anger, but simply an observation about what someone is experiencing, then my reaction to it belongs to me. And that means that if this situation is reversed and I'm sharing that, that their reaction, the person I'm talking to, their reaction belongs to them. My intention is I never wake up in the morning and say, who can I piss off today? That's never a consideration. That's never an option. And most people don't. How can I make my wife miserable today? How can I piss off my team today? No, people don't get up and have that conscious thought. But in the avoidance of their own work, in the avoidance of their own work, they trigger other people. See, that's the challenge is we're avoiding our own work. And the, and the real truth is that those things, those words that maybe upset us, those conversations that we avoid from other people, those things that we often portray about ourselves or say about ourselves, you know, I'm too nice to people, or all of those things are really genuinely our superpowers that we've misinterpreted, we've misunderstood, we've misrepresented to ourselves and to others the truth. So the question then becomes, are we ready for the truth? Our truth. Because your effectiveness as a leader and leading anyone, yourself, other people, your family, whatever that is, the success of your leadership is predicated upon your willingness to, from time to time, have uncomfortable conversations. See, it's easier to judge. It's easier to throw blame or fault. But there's no there there. There's no, there's no real outcome there. All you're really doing, all that I was ever doing, was avoiding my own work by making someone else wrong. See, I once judged others as a way to lessen the blows of my own self-judgment. And then I realized how exhausting it was. And then I realized how counter it was to what, to what I understood I needed to do and wanted to participate in the world. So I decided to give it all up for love, for peace. And honestly, it was the best decision I ever made. Now, I catch myself from time to time. I have human feet. I walk in shoes like the rest of us. And... I'm able to cut that period of trigger to back to the present moment down sometimes minutes, sometimes seconds. So I can see the truth. Oh, I, I'm avoiding I'm avoiding picking up the phone and calling them because I don't want to upset them. I'm avoiding saying that because it's just simply so much easier to be right by myself. I always make the joke, I've never lost an argument in the shower. <laughs> Nobody does. 
you get in the shower, you're, you're washing your hair and you're having an argument in your head with somebody and you say what you say and they say what they say and you go back and forth and you never lose. Those are uncomfortable conversations that we have with ourselves where we win privately. But what if we could find ourselves winning at a higher level and sharing that with others? I mean, it's, I know it's challenging to believe, but the, the gift of your truth, the gift of my truth to someone else can be the very thing that sets them free. We're not always going to like what people have to say. We're not always going to appreciate someone's opinion about us. And knowing who we are and knowing that people are entitled to have their experience of us, regardless of whether we agree with it or not, regardless of whether it makes sense on this planet or any planet, doesn't matter. It's the willingness to speak the truth. It's the willingness to say, not I don't trust you and I'm angry with you, but to say, you know what? I'm just making a conscious choice right now not to trust you in this situation. I'm not comfortable making that decision right now to trust you. That's powerful. The uncomfortable conversations, and we all have them, and I want you to be thinking about the ones that you know you need to have that you've been avoiding for God knows how long. And think about the possibility of playing it out first if you have to, first in your head, that's okay. Play it out first in your head or in the shower. But think about it in a way of not having it from a place of anger or frustration or disappointment or trying to be right. But coming from a place of wanting to just speak what is true in your heart, what is true in your heart. For some reason, we avoid that. We don't like confrontation. Somewhere along the way, we have the wiring in our brain that a conversation is confrontation because it's going to be contrary to what we believe the person wants to hear, to be contrary to what we're used to saying to people, pat answers, oh, it's okay. No, it's not a problem. It's fine. Hey, listen, you know, whatever the story you tell yourself and then you tell other people, what if you say, you know what? I really been checking in and I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with this. I'm okay with you. I'm just not okay with this. And this is what is not okay. And to be able to share that deeper truth. Listen, the, the greatest, the greatest growth opportunities happen when you convince yourself that you're running towards something when you're really actually running away from it. Think about that. People who always, always avoid, always avoid, they never get to that next level of growth. They never get to that next level because the, uh, the, the, the key to their next level is the challenge to step up and speak their truth, to be honest with the way they're feeling, to be honest about their thoughts. That it's not a confrontation. If you own what's upsetting you, if, if, if you go by the notion, anything that upsets me is about me. 
and you're able to realize that you're triggered in a situation with somebody. And instead of just immediately snapping back, you pause and reflect and you think about, okay, if anything upsets me, what are the feelings here that I'm experiencing? Why am I experiencing those feelings? What about my own past is, 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 up, is getting triggered right now? Once you're able to separate out and own your feelings and make peace with them, then what's left is the behavior, the behavior that you get to assess the behavior of what just took place in a phone call, in person, at an event, wherever you are within your family. And you don't react and you don't avoid, but you pause and reflect and own the, own the feelings and see what's left. Is the behavior okay? Am I okay with the behavior of what took place? Now, sometimes you'll find it's not a big deal to you because the real opportunity was for you to deal with the uncomfortable feelings that came up and heal something inside of you, and that's cool. And sometimes you'll find, you know what? I own the feelings. I own the experience. I know where it comes from. And I'm not okay being talked to that way. I'm not okay being treated that way. I'm not okay being considered that way. And my responsibility, and leadership comes with responsibility, especially on a conscious level, is to share that back to the person. I realized I was upset with what you had said to me earlier. Because what I was hearing was very reflective of ways that I've judged myself in the past. And I've, I've worked with that. And so I'm grateful that, it, that this situation occurred because it gave me an opportunity to look at something deeper inside of me. So thank you for that. And in really checking in, as far as the behavior is concerned, I'm not okay with being talked to that way. Now I'm having a conversation. See, when you're triggered, you know it's going to be a con- confrontation because you're out to be right. Now you're not invested in being right. You're invested in being happy. You're invested in being truthful to yourself. You're invested in leading at a higher level. Now, all of a sudden, it still may be uncomfortable, maybe because it's just simply new and it'll take some getting used to, or it just may be uncomfortable because you know sometimes that Not everybody's ready to hear what you have to say. That's not your responsibility. The responsibility of leadership is to be able to share, to be able to say to somebody, you know what, I'm checking in and that behavior of being talked to that way is not okay for me. I want us to have this kind of a relationship. And in order to do that, my sense is we both have to be willing to have a deeper level of respect for our positions and where we're coming from. So saying something like, what you said doesn't work for me. It's contrary to the kind of relationship I believe we're capable of having. Is this something you're willing to consider? So it may sound like a lot of fancy words, but it's not. It's just simply words of responsibility, of ownership, of truthfulness. And it's a conversation because I'm not triggered anymore. Why? Because my goal is, Not to get engaged with you in the story. My goal is to find a solution. See, the uncomfortable conversation leads to a solution that makes you and other people better. If you are better and other people are better, am I yelling at you? 
I hope not. If you and other people are better, then we get to do things we haven't done before. We get to achieve things we haven't achieved before. Because the pattern has always been we've avoided even considering this as a conversation and just decided to move on or check out. So I really want to encourage you as you move forward each day, pay attention to those places where you realize you're avoiding speaking your truth. Ask yourself why. What's the feelings or feeling or feelings that are present that you need to own? What are the judgments that are available to you to own as well? What about the situation is reminiscent of things similar like this have happened in your past? And then you put yourself in a position where you get to have conversations with people because you're so solution focused that you know that the outcome as uncomfortable as it may be or seem to be or appear to be. And sometimes it's more uncomfortable, the thought of it in your head. And once you have it, you go, well, that wasn't so bad after all. But now you get to actually achieve and go places and do things and experience things in your life that you've missed out on, that you've held back on. And suddenly you realize the very thing that was holding you back is your freaking superpower. So have the confidence in yourself to be uncomfortable from time to time. Work through the experience and the process first by yourself, for yourself. Own what needs to be owned. Check in afterwards, separate and apart. Is the behavior okay? If it's not, it's time for, it's time for a conversation. And I'm just telling you, trust me on this, that when you start to engage in this level of conversation, things in your life will just open up. The clouds will open up and the sun will shine even brighter. I promise you. And if the person you're talking to can't understand, can't grasp, can't deal with whatever, that's okay. They're not there. So you have to be willing. And this is the last thought I'm going to leave you with. You have to be willing. Leadership is really, is, is often a lonely process. Because you're left to trust a truth that you can't see right away and that other people for sure can't see right away, but you know it's coming. And sometimes that's a lonely aspect of leadership. And you'll filter through sometimes, you'll filter through people who just aren't ready to meet you there. And that's okay, no judgment. But then you create space for other people who are to come in. You're basically placing your order. You're going through the drive-thru of life. And your higher power, your higher energy source says, welcome to life. Can I take your order? And you get to place it. And you get to supersize it. <laughs> and you get to midge-size it. <laughs> I appreciate you. I really do. I really do. And I hope you take this to heart. Because I'm just telling you that this has shifted so many things for me. And I've watched it shift so many things for people who want to lead at that next level. You got this. You got this. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. So, you know, we can hang out every Monday. 
You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 